Hey, Kim. Hey, Amaryllis. I got a question for you. What it is? When you toured your hospital, when you were having a baby, did you ask if it was possible that your child would get kidnapped? Well, funny you should ask. No, I didn't because <laughs> these people are professionals. <laughs> did they have a bouncy ball for all the mothers to be able to use, including you? <laughs> well, uh, maybe I didn't see one, you know, maybe that's just a, an Ethiopian hospital thing. I don't know. Well, uh, we're going to talk about it tonight. I, I look forward to it. We're going to talk about it tonight. Hey everybody. I'm Amaryllis. And I'm Kim. And we're about to talk about this mess. And what a mess it is. I just, God bless this mess. Oh my gosh. It's always a mess, but so Ariella and Binyam are getting ready to have this baby. I keep thinking she's a lot more pregnant than she is too. I keep well, thinking you're surely you're going to have this baby any second. I think because their story is just moving very slowly. She's only been Maybe. there for like three days, but it's been yeah. like five weeks in terms yeah. of episodes. So it's, yeah, I, I feel like it's just moving slowly. Like surely she's, 87 weeks pregnant at this point definitely know? it seems like that's probably a surefire way or a surefire sign not way a surefire sign that their relationship is good is when they're really slow and trying to manufacture drama like our baby's stolen in this hospital which i'm not sure could be any more of a racist question oh. <laughs> i've ever heard in my life because i'm pretty sure that Mama Ariella would not ask that question of Cedar Sinai. Right, right. You know what I mean? So she's like, I'm in Ethiopia. I'm wondering if they steal white babies here. Yeah. That's, that's basically what I heard her say. Well, it's funny. I didn't even think about that. I was just more, uh, I, I just couldn't believe she said it out loud as if. <laughs> You know, maybe that's just one of those things you think to yourself and kind yeah. of giggle about because you know she's impressed. So why yes. would you even ask that? But she did. And well, you only get one shot. So I mean, of all the questions she's asking, she's a nurse. She's looking around. To me, I would ask things like, you know, tell me about your disinfecting procedures or tell me what happens in case of this, that or the other. And maybe that was asked off camera, but, or they just cut it from the episode. But when she said, do you have any problem with people stealing babies? I was like, uh, what in the world, Mama Ariella? Well, and those, those women, I can't remember. Uh, I think one was a midwife and I, I can't remember what yeah. uh, title the other lady had, but they, they were very uh, friendly and professional with her. Yeah, they were great. I, they deserved gold stars. They, uh, you know, if there was any sort of racial undertones to what she said, they handled it graciously. Yes. So bravo, um, medical workers in that hospital in Ethiopia. You handled it like champs. Well, and, they did. And I don't mean to imply that she, that Mama Ariella is a, you know, flat out 
Aryan oh, nation racist yes. or anything like that. Of course. Uh, <laughs> uh, because, but, you know, it just did seem kind of like she would definitely not ask this if her daughter was birthing right down the road. Um, it was just sort of stereotypical, but you know, I, I, who am I to, who am I to criticize? Right. I'm, I had my baby right here in, in one of the world's leading medical cities. So right. yeah, you're fine. You're fine. But it, I'd like to, I thought she, uh, mother Ariella showed a lot of self-awareness later in the show, just by saying, I was hoping it would be dirty and gross so I could take Ari home with me. And I was like, yeah, we picked up on that, but thank you yeah. for confirming it. You know, it's so interesting because, you know, the ride up to the hospital is all very gross. And at least, you know, the footage, at least, that we saw. And of course, their home is just definitely third world. Also, by the way, it was so funny when the nurses were like, hey, we are third world. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> by the by <laughs> in case you didn't know now you know yeah but then you walk into this hospital and at first i was like oh my gosh look at all these people there's yeah, so the dead flowers <laughs> yeah and i was like these are a lot of people waiting to see a doctor it's gonna be a handle when she's when she's you know in labor because all i could think of was a few seasons ago when we met ronald and tiffany and in south africa Mm -hmm. And they toured that public hospital and how gross it was and how there were no private rooms in that public hospital. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that, but it was. I do. I, I do. That, that was just a, when she was like, nope, I'm going back home. <laughs> she, yeah. <laughs> nope, this does not work for me. So when she walked into that hospital in Ethiopia and it seemed really nice um, after they started getting the tour, it was really impressive. It was. I think it was a little simplistic, uh, but it was. Oh sure. It was great. She can totally deliver a baby there, yeah, uh, safely and with great care from the staff. I think. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm listen. I would love to have care from those two ladies. Yeah, they were fantastic. Yeah. Um, but I don't. We can't be finished with Ariella and Binyam without mentioning the fact that they are staying at the hotel with the mother now oh, yes. and they're in like a three-person <laughs> bed or something really strange oh wow it's like nope you're not staying in that house no, uh, no. so you're gonna sleep right next to me both that of camera, you that camera panning out and seeing all three of them was hilarious <laughs> oh. <laughs> so funny oh <laughs> Hey, Ben. Hey, baby. I haven't seen you for nine months or however long it's been since she saw him. Uh, yeah. Here's my mom. She's going to sleep right next to us. Yeah, so I funny. love like cringy humor. So that was kind of my sweet spot. It was so cringy and awkward yeah. that uh, I, I just kind of giggled through that whole yeah. little scene. She's, oh, listen, remind me that I want, I know that we're not covering Happily Ever After, but we must talk about Colty. Okay. Oh, good Lord. Oh 2020 gosh. has been so bad to us already. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and now, Colty. If ever there was it, a time to talk about Colty, it's 2020. Woo, uh, this is his year. All right, so Ariella and Benyam finish the day with Mom by having coffee with popcorn. Interesting combo. I don't like either of those, really. Yeah. Uh, but, hey, seems yeah, like a good way to just unwind at the end of the day different strokes different strokes yeah yeah all right well we'll see the next next week how we figure out 
why Binyam, Binyam's wife left him, if he'll ever admit to why. I know. Nobody seems to, like, I haven't even heard any rumors. I don't know. She just left. She's I haven't either. Out. She's done. So, anyway, we'll see. It is a great big red flag, but too late now. Got a baby coming. Exactly. So, all right. Who's next? Who do you want to go with next? Well, let's let's breeze through Tim and Melisa. Oh, okay. cheese stick is about to become queso in <laughs> Colombia because she is fired up already, already mad at him. He's been there for about five minutes. Well, listen, we Latin women are like that. Mm. We are like that. It's a very machismo society, but the women are fiery. Well, I, I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> it. It's not like he doesn't deserve it. Uh, she was super excited to see the cat. Oh my gosh. I'm so <laughs> excited to see my cat and him, but my cat. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, so was, she was, she was so funny. She was like, yeah, uh, Tim has put on a little weight. Uh, he, oh, looks, yeah. <laughs> he looks real different. <laughs> and I'm like, you've been watching him on FaceTime. Yeah. You couldn't maybe, tell. Yeah. Or maybe he hasn't done a little dance for her or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't but know. He but definitely, I, he's definitely put on some pounds from those pictures that we saw earlier. Well, I don't think she liked it very much because there was like zero chemistry between them. I know. Yeah, I don't. I don't have high expectations for this. No, I don't either. And they're still talking about the cheating situation, but they say yeah. it was over a year ago. And I'm not saying that's just something you can, you know, click yeah. and get over it, but. A year later, and you're yeah. still. Dragging? Yeah, if she's, I don't know. If she chooses to stay with him, she's going to have to learn to just either accept it, forgive him, and just not talk about it anymore, or not it, or not accept it, and then move along. Exactly. You know? Exactly. But I, I'm going to tell you, if her, if her mother, is not on board with this thing, um, I can tell you that it's destined to fail because that's mm -hmm. just how it is when you. You, you know, you always say that when you marry somebody, you marry their family, but that's 10 times truer in Latin American families mm. um, because you get one, you get the other. And it's not a, it's not a situation where uh, you, what, what is the, what is the, the marital vows where you cleave to one another? Oh, leave uh, and cleave. Yes, exactly. That's not how it works. Mm. We interpret that scripture differently. <laughs> <laughs> If, she, oh, yeah, if, yeah. if she's not down with it because you even can look back at like the when you look back at family Chantal how, how difficult it is for them to get along and it's because she does not understand his responsibility to his family mm. and 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 it's because of the culture and if Melissa's mom is not on board with this forget it yeah and I don't think she's on board you know <laughs> judging oh, by her uh, pre-Tim arrival behaviors yeah. and conversations. I don't think she's on board, but you know, he didn't mean to cheat on her. He was just hanging out and didn't expect it to happen. Um, it just happened. Okay. <laughs> just I fell. Wish, I just, I wish everybody would just understand that. Uh, it's so simple. It was an accident. Uh, I only invited her over. I thought I could handle it and I couldn't and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it 
<laughs> Tim, it's not okay. So <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't, a part of me wants Melisa to just be like, good. I'm glad I got you to come all the way down here. And now yeah. I'm going to tell you what I really think. You know, so part of me wants her to just, yeah. just melt that cheese stick and just give it to him. Yeah. Thanks but, for bringing my cat. Yeah. <laughs> Peace out. Yeah. See you later. I think that's, Adios. it's going to be the world's most expensive cat airline ticket is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Set up a GoFundMe, Tim. The cat had to have a companion when traveling, and Tim was it. (laughs) (laughs) Such an astute observation. Perfect. So I don't anticipate, uh, unless, you know, again, this is manufactured, but I don't think mom seemed too manufactured. I think mom seemed (laughs) fit to be tied. Authentic. (laughs) Yes. Yes. But I'll take more scenes of Tim trying to get in that little car with all his stuff and the dogs and the cat. And oh my God. I'll take that. But as far as their relationship, I'm over it. But I'll take more, you know, big guy in a little car Please. kind of things. That should be like a game show. How small of a car <laughs> can this big man get into? Yes. I would be down to watch that. I mean, if I watch everything on TLC, why wouldn't I watch that? I, I mean, yeah, we watch that. yes exactly (laughs) not only would we watch that we would totally talk about it on this show for sure for sure anyway all right who have we got next well let's not a a whole lot going on this week kim no and i know that not having jenny and submit this week was hard on you heartbreaking Um, well let's stay in the latin universe i don't even want to do this oh I'm just kidding. All oh, right. Okay. Latin. I'll just talk then. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. We'll stay in the, the Latin community. Let's okay. go with Kenneth and Armando. Kenneth and Armando continue to be everybody's sweethearts. Yeah, they're sightseeing and it's yes. sweet. But Armando is anti-public displays of affection. And uh, I think it's something, Ken, another thing Kenneth is going to have to adjust to yeah. uh, being in Mexico. Absolutely. And I do not feel sorry for Kenneth in this respect no. because these two have been together a while. They've been in Mexico. He, he has said before how it's not an accepting culture and he knew what he was getting into. And it's a big ask of Armando in his own hometown or not in his own hometown in it. I guess it's a new hometown, but in, in his own country to hold his hand i think that's just a big ask i agree and armando makes the point that kenneth has been out longer than armando's been alive absolutely yes so, yeah and see, you know, armando is like he gets the culture right he's there he's been part he's been closeted and so he's even been part of this culture where um, I suspect that even he would be staring at a gay couple if they were to walk mm-hmm. down the street, you know, and then he's dealing with rejecting his own culture and uh, in that part of his culture. And that's a lot for him to take on. And so that makes it even a bigger ask from Kenneth to Armando to say, hey, can you reject your culture? That is the only culture really that you've ever known um, that you've ever lived in and that you know how to live in and maneuver in can you go ahead and just hold my hand and that's just a big ask especially the first three days that they're there yes 
Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Uh, and I think, you know, that's not necessarily specific to Kenneth Ar and Armando. I think that a lot of couples can relate to that uh, sure. heterosexual or homosexual. There's usually one person that's uh, less comfortable with yeah. affection in public. Uh, so I think that's just part of, you know, being with someone in daily life is learning those little pieces, you know, yeah. of, of what makes them work. And that just happens with time. So I, I hope neither Kenneth nor Armando got beat up on social media or anything for it. Yeah, but, no, I hope not. I just, um, I, I'll be curious to see how this all develops and it might be things might be really different for them now not just because this has probably been a year since they did this but um or like at least six to nine months since they filmed all this and um th now that they've got public exposure it might be easier for them to be out true although i don't know how much exposure there is in in mexico where they are but I don't either. But that was really all we got of them. Yeah. It's just, uh, well, they you showed, know. They showed a lot of couples this week, seems like, and we didn't get a lot out of anybody. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. It, strange how it was set up this week. Yeah. It was a lot of, a lot of little bits of everybody. So let's talk about Devin and Jihoon because that will take about uh, 30 seconds. And um, <laughs> <laughs> what, what really, what, the big thing that the big takeaway here is be sure that you get an accurate translator before you oh. go to a country that you don't know the language. Bingo. Don't buy translators from an infomercial you're watching at 3 a.m. Do not do that. <laughs> because it's probably no. not accurate. Especially if you're talking to your baby daddy and he does not speak English and you think he might be withholding money from you or you know it actually might have a special feature where it it better predicts what you actually mean because yes. he was like <laughs> i don't want to make that mistake again and the translator translates it to i'll just make that mistake again don't <laughs> let me have my money or something in that way uh, so I was like, well, maybe this is a good translator after all, but that it works. started talking about birds and the sun and the bridegroom and yeah, it's some serious you know, artificial intelligence. They're kind of all yelling at each other. I don't think anybody said anything about birds and it was so funny Fox um, or something. I don't know. So they weird. were, what did you think about them being in that market? That mom is so, <laughs> yeah, anyway, but well, I will say props to Devin for, you know, not only is she dealing with two very young kids basically on her own, but she picked up enough Korean to work her way through the market. She ordered things. Now, I mean, she ordered bugs because she couldn't read the menu, but, you so know. So funny when I saw those. I thought, and nobody touched them, of course. No. But, you so know, she nasty. was able to get the, um, the fish I, she was able to get a few things and you know most of the americans are so helpless when they get to these other countries so i was impressed that she was just able to navigate it at least yeah uh, you know especially given all the stress she's under at the time uh and drusilla who was, was much better i mean she's so much better behaved now than when we saw her 
you know, the first season. But anyway, she was so excited about the dead fish she got to have. The dead fish heads. Oh, yes. I, so funny. She's somebody funny. needs to get that kid a Barbie doll or something. No kidding. <laughs> what are you playing with? She was pumped about it. Well, it's um, kind of cute. Yeah. Also, that was so funny when she asked, when Devin asked where the menu was and the lady, like she couldn't speak. She had to use a translator to ask where the menu was. And the lady was like, it's right there. And it's all in Korean. She's like, I can't read it. (laughs) Thanks, lady. Thanks. Uh, And then she just said, just give me some noodles with beef. Yeah. But, and she got bugs, a bowl of bugs and some kimchi, I think. If I remember correctly. But for, for I, their appetizer, they must have managed. Okay. I don't think any of them are starving. Um, no. But later when she joins Jihoon and his parents, uh, the only people not yelling at the table were the baby and uh, <laughs> father Jihoon. Uh, how, much like, do, I, how, how much do I dislike Jihoon's mother? Ooh, she was, she's a rough gal. Huh? She is. You know, she's oh. always said, like, remember when we first met them their first season, she also talked ugly about Drusilla. Yes. She said, now, no, Drusilla was probably two and a half and she was acting her age. And um, I, I know she was being a little bratty, but I think when you have cameras and a strange family in your house and it was probably all the stimulation that caused her to behave that way. Uh, and the mom was like, uh, settle down. Mm-hmm. No, I remember. So, yes, and now she's not nice. She's, and she the, has said many times that off. she doesn't. Yeah, she has said many times she doesn't like Devin. Which, yeah. by, by the way, does Devin? I, I realize she doesn't have a lot to smile about, but she always, she never talks with any sort of emotion, other than just she's just always unhappy about everything, even. When it's, yeah, we're about to go to Korea to go see Jihoon. Like, even before everything went down. Yeah, she's, I don't know if that's, just, you know, she's, I, it's, it would take too long to list all the evidence. But I, I think, I think she's just of a different uh, disposition. Yeah. Uh, she seems fairly melancholic in general. Just, um, I don't know that a pessimist is the right word, but she comes across as just, pretty miserable like i don't know what yes. could possibly make her happy yes she does not uh, seem happy ever like you know glass half empty kind of thing uh, yeah yeah I, i'm not into Devin. you know that could be her character so to speak we know how reality tv producers will kind of brand you in a direction and but you know, but that's in, true, but these are one-on-one interviews. I mean, they're, yeah. they, we're seeing her, this is, it's not even a storyline. It's just, they're asking her questions. And, you know, I don't, I mean, for me, I don't like to be around people like that. I don't like no. to be around people that are constant, it's constant negativity and everything is wrong in my life. And, you know, there's no sense of humor about anything, you know, it, there's, it's just always my life sucks. Yeah. Well, and, you know, we've all had those days or moments or maybe weeks or even months, but I've been challenged to do uh, every day, find five good things. And I would like to pass that challenge on to Devin. 
tell us five good things that you did that happened that's a that good went challenge. well well so I did it so successfully that my therapist was like oh can you up it to seven I was like, <laughs> <laughs> no girl no five was like <laughs> You know, number five on the last day was like, I brushed my teeth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I would like to just extend that, you know, there's definitely, uh, the baby is very young. They're there. I'm not trying to diagnose her. This is just speculation, but there may be some postpartum depression hanging in there. Yeah. Uh, you know, there could be a myriad of things. Yeah. But she really needs to to find something to smile about. Well, she does because I don't want to be around her anymore. (laughs) No. Speaking of which, let's finish with them. Agreed. We're done. Um, All right. Then we've got uh, America. I'm trying to figure out, I was trying to come up with something clever, but there's (laughs) America's least successful couple. Zero (laughs) percent chance of sticking together <laughs> like vegas odds are definitely it's a sucker bet so do not do that it, yes you know Brittany it's the and same old, you know what my husband and i looked at each other and we said why do they like each other why are they together uh, you know they they don't have any chemistry they don't have i guess we didn't see them in the united states where they could have you could see chemistry where when you're in a country that's so conservative that you can't you, you know, they can't hug. You're not going to be able to see if there is chemistry, I guess. Well, I thought it was interesting. You know, they are going to this restaurant or hookah lounge or something to meet his uncle and they're going up the steps and we hear Brittany's voice in an interview. And she says, I want to give this relationship another fight. And I found her choice of words to be super interesting. So I rewound it and listened to it again. And she says, give it another fight. And that was so indicative of their relationship to me. It's just like, exactly. They're going to fight again. I'm certain, but how interesting, you know, I think most people would say, I want to give it another shot. I want to give it another go. I want to keep trying. Yeah. you know, what I found interesting was when they went to go meet with his uncle and she can't understand a word that he's saying, but we're seeing all the translations. And he says, has she converted to Islam? And he said, no, not yet. And he said, because in Islam, it's forbidden to force someone to become Muslim. You have to want to become Muslim. And I thought, well, if, if that isn't the most ironic statement I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> right? right? <laughs> yes. What, what what I thought surely that got messed up in translation surely uh, I mean he said you, you, you can't force her which she is being forced to do it if exactly. she wants to be with him exactly so, and she hasn't told him yet that she doesn't want to convert <laughs> and she needs time Kim she of course time. she does silly me and she still hasn't dropped the bomb about still being married oh, gosh uh, but, Uncle was super patient and is willing to speak to Yazan's father uh, about just kind of like waiting on the wedding. You know, the father's ready to do it yesterday. Oh, yeah. So he's just, 
but she's going to have to give up her job, which I guess as a rapper slash <laughs> worker, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Not I don't a lot know. of rappers out there in a hijab and long dress, <laughs> and not a lot of rappers out there that can only show their face. Yes. And hands. <laughs> yes. Uh, so it, it's. It's just not looking good, Brittany. It's just not looking good. Well, you don't, good. I mean, it, the thing with them is you don't root for them. No, you, that's such a good point. Oh, you, yes. You don't, you don't want them to stay together because neither, first of all, neither of them are very likable. Okay. Um, but secondly, they, they very obviously don't belong together. Right. You know, uh, they, they just, so it's not like you're saying, gosh, I hope they can work it out. I hope that his parents settle down and I hope that Brittany becomes, gets some wisdom and does this, that, or the other. And there's just, you don't root for them because you know, that's not going to happen. And, and neither of them are, they, neither of them have done anything to endear you to them. Yes. That is so, uh, that, that just summed up their whole relationship because there are other couples where I may even like one and not the other or, they go through a rough patch and I kind of still root for them that they'll get it together. Yeah. Uh, but them, they're not going to stay together. Yeah. There's no way. And I don't really care if they do yeah. or not. Yeah. I don't care if I never saw them again, if they dropped off this whole show, I wouldn't care. Yeah. I'm tired of looking at her braces. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, I didn't. Okay. No, I did enjoy the, 27 kiss greeting that Yazan gave his uncle. I found that to be culturally entertaining. That was uh, a, that was a excessive. Well, he showed more affection for his uncle than his, you know, fiance. Well, if his, if his fiance was a man, maybe he could show her. <laughs> except they'd some be some affection. Thrown except, out. <laughs> I was going to say, unless they threw him off a roof or something. <laughs> Yikes. I know. Uh, and we're it we're halfway or over halfway through this season. So they need to start making some progress one way or the other. Well, I think that's the rub, right? I think there isn't any progress. Mm. So they're having to figure out what to do. Yes, yes. Because for sure they don't get married. No I way. Mean, no no way, way they get married. No. Mm-mm. So they're they're having to manufacture a storyline because there isn't one. She gets there. Hopefully she gets there and realizes this is crazy. Yeah, because it's only been two days. Yes. What we're seeing is day two, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I guess if you think about the storylines, we usually only get, what, like a max of six or seven minutes mm. each couple, and sometimes they don't show the couple at all. So, you know, there's a lot of room for... being creative if you only use a few snippets so yeah I think they're just trying to kind of make up some stuff with what does that make sense I mean I think they're trying to make up a storyline because there isn't one so I think you're right I think you've watched enough reality television to thank you very much i mean put it on your resume sister thank you i can't believe they haven't called me yet to direct one of these things (laughs) i can't even believe it 
I would totally cheer you on. <laughs> I would be like your press agent. That would be outstanding. So Outstanding. Yeah, be like, she can sing. She can speak Spanish. She's I, amazing. I, I can translate. I can be their translator. Yes. Yes. Be like, give her a paintbrush and you'll be amazed. Uh, She's. Yes. I mean, I can't believe they haven't called me, Kim. This is crazy. Hey, where is your show? I mean, you just oh need your goodness. own show Thank because. You. Yeah, we'd watch that too. <laughs> <laughs>